0: We live in the era of the fans. Now more than ever, our voices are heard, and we have a lot to say. With decades of continuity across all of our favorite fictional universes, this podcast is here to take you through what is, what isn't, what could have been, and what is simply canon fodder.
1: Nooch to the motherfucking nooch.
2: Welcome back, my friends. Snoogans. This is part two of our View Askew Universe podcast for Cannon Fodder. We are uh, we are here. We are the 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 hosts
1: with the most. I'm Anthony. And I'm Matt. And I'm Ed, and welcome to the Fodder. This is an all fodder, all the time episode of the Viewesk universe. So if you haven't listened to the previous episode, episode thirty-seven,
2: press pause now, go back, listen to the the, the what is canon in the Viewesk universe. And now we're going to get a chance to talk about a lot of the fun stuff. Yes, right, Wh- which is really what. Kevin Smith is just like it's what made him famous. This is this is what it's all about. It's getting a chance to talk about the ridiculous, the the theories, the ideas and everything else to connect the universe, what they can connect to, where they are, and, and we're going to get a little bit wacky. So hold on to your seats, folks.
1: Yes, he is more fodder than anybody else. Yeah, so, there's a lot of fodder. In the
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it makes you uh, go cross-eyed. <laughs> it's all good stuff, though. Oh, it's all great stuff. Well, except stuff. for Jersey Girl.
1: So Jersey, as you hear Jersey that beer Jersey cracking, last episode, the beer of the podcast was the Red Tank Brewery's Jay and Silent Bob Secret Stash IPA. Yep. Which is very much in canon. Yeah, very in very canon. Very much in canon. So for this episode, <laughs> to deal with we have the, the fodder. fodder, we have the Rubsom and Horman Brewing Company Pilsner. Yeah, Rubsum no.
2: Hormans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find, like, there's a...
2: Yeah. Rub some, <laughs> rub, rub rub some, some whores, man. man. Yeah, rub some
0: whores, man. <laughs> so, so, Brian, if you're listening,
1: we could do your ads for you. Brian. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> Dude, just hire us and we'll do it. No problem. So we are. We have picked this beer because- You can even is, pay us in beer. It is a legacy Staten Island brewery that was reformed by Brian Quinn just recently. And Brian Quinn is an important part of the fodder of the yeah. Kevin Smith Viewers universe. He yeah. used to work for Kevin. He has a- a extra cameo. He is one of the people fighting over the golden calf in the Dogma airport scene yep. as Bartleby and Loki are going. And he has a much larger role in Jay and Silent Bob reboot as a angry fan at the convention. Yes. Yep. And of course, he's best known as both the host of Tell Him, Steve Dave, yep. which inspired comic book men, and of impractical joker fame which is why most people know him so yeah so he is a he is an important part of the fodder of the kevin smith view universe so that's why we are drinking his beer and it's my first time having it i had to go on the locator he's been talking about it online for a while it is is definitely a pilsner yeah it It is like like strong yeah yeah, Yeah, if i I were to look up pilsner in the dictionary (laughs) it would taste like this i don't know if you can have an imperial pilsner but this is this is great so if you like it's it's very good if you like your pilsner with a with a bite you know it's when, when I talk about like. Craft beer, yeah, like craft beer that has like a. like How you can tell it differently than like different beer. Like craft beer is like, it's a really good Bud Light. Like it's a yeah. really strong, like, yeah. like it's that taste. So that's great. So rub some Horman, Brian Quinn. This is our um, yeah. fodder beer. And yeah. so let's.
2: Free plug for your beer you to our dozens and dozens of listeners. Yeah. You're,
1: you're welcome.
3: <laughs> so. So pick it let's up right where we left the off. Into the yeah. fodder.
1: So. First, so first episode, we talked about the seven definitive films yeah. that make up the Jersey trilogy because yep. people can't do math in Jersey. No. The, the Viewers universe <laughs> consists of Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, Dogma, Jay and Silent Bob, Clerks 2, and Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. So these seven movies, definitively canon. We talked about how you should watch them, The Order and all that. So let's get into everything else. Yeah. Because Kevin Smith didn't just direct those seven movies. He directed a lot more. He
2: has directed a lot more. And in the last episode, we talked a little bit about, like, I don't want to call them the skeletons in the closet, but, man, definitely demons. Like, (laughs) like Kevin Smith has got some real weird things that he likes to talk about. And we touched on uh, the fact that they deal with pedophilia in Mallrats, that they deal with necrophilia in Clerks, and, you know... There's a lot of lot of they deal with, obviously, the LGBT community in Chasing Amy and lots of other things. Right. So now we're going to get into some of the weirder, uh, more obscure uh, Kevin Smith movies uh, and some of the other things that he's done, as well as other movies
0: outside of Kevin Smith movies that kind of connect back. Yes. So let's talk about the first right picking up right where we left off. The first connection. Of still fodder, most yeah. likely. However, is it canon? I don't know. It because in Jay yeah. and Silent Bob Reboot, which is the definitive Avengers endgame of the VSQ universe, yep. one of the opening scenes, Jay and Silent Bob are <laughs> hilariously represented by a lawyer. Yes. Um Randy Played by Justin Long. Yeah. Yes. Played by Justin Long. Randy was St. Cloud or something, right? Something so, like that. so, St. Clair. So, he's, Claire, yeah. so he's.
1: So the lawyer no, is not, never. So he's never. No, he's never, never named, named. Right. Yeah. He's never. But named. you can
0: tell. You can tell by the way he's playing the character. You're like, wait, I've seen this character. His tonality before. Where is have I seen is this character? The way it's before. Jay. Yeah. Yeah. It's Jay. You've and seen him. Pub. You've seen him before as a gay porn actor from Zack and Miri, Make a Porno. So he is definitely the very playing...
2: underrated yeah. movie. Yeah. But he is definitely oh. criminally underrated, yeah. hilarious movie, like just absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. And every every actor, everybody who's in that movie is incredible. Uh, having actual porn stars in the movie yes. was great. Um, yeah.
1: Just, so, so he plays- That bitch frosted yeah. me like a cake.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she frosted me like a truck of cake.
1: So he <laughs> is Brandon St. Randy. That yes, is definitive. Yes. Now, there yeah. are rights issues, yeah, which, we, which well, might contain- But, but his, I,
2: I think that the reason they didn't say his name, if I remember correctly, was just because they forgot. 100%. Yeah, he just forgot.
1: <laughs> yeah, they just forgot to say his name. So <laughs> Kevin Smith and Justin Long did like a crossover podcast- where uh, So it was a two-parter, one on Smodcast, one on Life is Short, which is Justin Long's podcast. And they talked about working together. They talked about how basically Kevin was too high <laughs> when like, writing the script. And, and, that they, and then when they were on set, they just forgot to actually mention that he is definitively Brandon St. Randy. Which so is so is, yeah. He is playing the exact same character. So right yeah. off the bat, I have, I have no qualms in saying that Zack and Mary make a porno is now retroactively – put into the viewers universe which yeah. is great which is so great about reboot right because yeah. when reboot begins zach and mary is definitely not in the viewers universe no absolutely like, not like, nope. like yeah, kevin no, smith had done interviews yeah. he had talked about it how yeah. it's not a viewers no, universe no you know, that it's was not him trying to do a different type of movie that was him trying to yep. he calls it as that was him trying to follow the puck you know he always he always he talks about gretzky the way some people talk about like jesus yep and and how you know gretzky was famous for Going to where the puck will be, right. which is what Not Kevin where Smith the puck did is. early in his career, yep. right? And then. Zachary Mayer was kind of him I starting. Ma- I to make go that to where analogy. The
2: puck is. If, if there's anybody listening who I've ever talked to and actually sold to, you'll recognize that <laughs> reference because I use it every single time.
1: You always want to skate to where the puck is going to be and not where the puck is. And right. It's a, it's a great movie. It's definitely him trying to do a Judd Apatow movie. Yeah. Like you know, not only is are some of the cast members Apatow people. Yeah. But like it's definitely yeah. him trying to do an Apatow movie. But
0: and Jeff Anderson is in it too, which is and, great. Yeah. yeah. And,
1: and Jay obviously, and it's it's heartfelt. Seth Rogen. And yep. it's... It's great, but yeah, so definitively now, Zach and Mary make a porno. That's where he left off last episode. Yeah. That is now the eighth film yeah, the eighth in film the viewers
2: universe. And and obviously would come before a reboot, but probably after everything else. Yes, it and would, it, it doesn't really place. matter because yeah, it doesn't no. have any other time. No. But yes. So yeah. it's
1: definitely pre-reboot. Now, Kevin Smith also directed Jersey Girl in the middle yes. of... Of all of the other movies, like that yes. was actually what he what he directed in between Jane and Bob Stark back and, and Clerks 2. Yep. Yes, that is definitively not right. No, thank <laughs> God. Not only because <laughs> it's, a, it's it's not
2: a very good it's film. Not very good. Yeah, oh, Kevin be, Smith. Listen, everyone makes mistakes. We love you. We 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 say the highest praises about you, but that movie sucked.
0: Yeah, you can't balls. win them all. You can't win them all. <laughs> the
1: movie was terrible. You know what's funny about Jersey Girl? That's the only movie of Kevin Smith that I think my dad would remotely tolerate. It's the only one he's seen. I would never even show my dad one of the other movies. Oh, yeah, man. exactly. But my dad yeah. actually really likes yeah. Jersey Girl, and it's actually very funny. So, so to some people, like my dad knows of Kevin. He's like, oh,
0: he's a Jersey Girl Yeah, guy. Like, oh. but why? Yeah. But so, so one of the things though that makes Jersey Girl great is again going back to reboot. Ben Affleck's yeah. cameo as Holden McNeil. He specifically mentions Jersey Girl, so which you know yeah. it's out. Great, yeah. so you yeah. know it's out. But again, that's in the movie. That's Mo- the, movie movie. Yep. The, movie the movie, 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 universe. movie, movie yeah. universe. Then, so, so now we have this
1: new Kevin Smith. This is our grand theory of the Kevin Smith movie, movie universe. Yes.
0: Now we're gonna
2: we're gonna get in a little Inception
1: here. So s- yeah. stay with us. And, as best and here's you can. What, here's what's interesting about this is so. In the Tarantino world, the movie movie right. universe was something from the very beginning. It was right. something that, like he had, like right. thought about, and he was like putting into all of his films yeah. from the very beginning. This sort of evolved. This naturally. movie movie universe came about from one film. Yeah, like, Jay and Silent Bob reboot is the definitive reason why there is a movie movie universe. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So the next film that he directed post zack and Mary, which is two thousand eight, two thousand ten, he directed Cop Out which is the only film Kevin Smith directed but didn't write. But didn't write. It's, it's him just going studio, you know, Bruce Willis, Tracy yeah. Morgan. It's him just doing that, like, studio route yeah. kind of right. cop-out. You, 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 you do the safe <laughs> yeah. picture. You do the safe picture. Then you do the art picture. Then you do the art picture. <laughs> <laughs> right. And this was a safe picture that was in no way safe.
2: No. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Right. No, it wasn't. Yeah, so, so this
1: one is definitively mentioned as one of Kevin Smith, the fictitious character in Jay and Bob Reboot's yep. films. Yeah. So that is... Out of universe, yeah, or, or yeah, movie, movie, yeah. That is that, that is, more, is movie, movie, yeah, yeah. more fodder, not mm-hmm. candy. It's more yeah.
2: movie, movie. So if the characters, if Holden McNeil goes to the movies, he will see cop out. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Now then we got Red State, which nobody mentions.
2: No, I I don't <laughs> even know that movie. Oh, I so I don't know Red State. It's a horror film. Okay. John
1: Goodman is so good in it. Yeah. Okay. It is. It is. Kevin Smith kind of, um, you, you know the, uh, the the God hate fags, you know that you yep. know that um, the yeah. the Westboro Baptist Church. It's basically like a exaggerated version of them. Yeah, um, it's a horror film. What's brilliant about it is that it starts off as a regular Kevin Smith movie. If you haven't seen it, it's a couple of friends are in a car and they're yeah. on their way to hook up with a girl that that, that they have been talking about talking to online. <laughs> and the dialogue is like it could be it could be Banky and Banky Edwards talking to Brody or something. Like it is just straight out of like that Kevin Smith, you know, you know, mid nineties dialogue. And then they get to where they're gonna meet the girl. You get the Westboro Baptist Church involved. There's like a FBI like like Waco style steak. It's crazy. It goes. It, 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 it's a full on like horror. It's Michael Parks. It's absolutely terrifying. I have literally
2: never seen this movie. It I've is, never heard of this movie. Well,
1: they don't mention it. In, so in reboot mentions all his other movies. It does not mention Red State. Red State is a, such a crazy movie. It has no definitive. There's no reference to anything else. It's like that is the like outlier in his canon of films. So I I I would have to say it's movie movie, but it's not even mentioned in the reboot. And, yeah. And for those of you that haven't seen it, it is. I it's think, only got
2: a six point two on uh, IMDb. So. I think it's one of his best movies. I, really? I think it's top five,
1: to be honest. Wow, I think that's
2: it, that's a bold statement for yeah. a six point two on yeah. IMDb. Although I am
1: a really big John Goodman fan, so like, yeah, but then okay. I like it's a great performance out of him. But yeah, w- what's amazing about Red State for me is that if it wasn't for that opening scene. If I showed that to you, you'd be like, there's no fucking way Kevin Smith directed this. Yeah. yeah. Like, he like, wrote it and directed they, it, it. Like, the cast is completely different. Like, it just it doesn't seem like a Kevin Smith movie, which is impressive. You know, it's him really, like, as a. As a He's got range. Yeah. And and then So, now Kevin
2: we, Smith has done actually quite a few horror movies, yes. right? So, Red State, mm-hmm. the one I think came first. Red was, State was first. Well, Red State was 2011. Yeah. When was Vulgar?
1: Right, so we'll get into vulgar. Vulgar, vulgar
2: yeah. was way early on. That was that was late '90s, early 2000s. Because right. I remember watching right. it when I was in high but school. He didn't
1: direct that. So here's oh, the thing. Did he yeah. only wrote
2: that? He didn't direct that.
1: No, he, uh. he he was just involved. So he produced it. So so what we're talking about now is we're talking about uh. the other movies Kevin Smith right. directed. But we'll get into later. The Viewers Universe, of course, is named for the production company, right? That Kevin Smith and Scott right. Mosier started when they made clerks. But the View Universe didn't just produce Kevin Smith movies. They produced several movies from all, all all different friends of Kevin Smith. So, so there are going to be tons of connections that way too. But yes, in terms of horror films, after Red State in 2014, we get The Introduction to which is my favorite little corner of the Kevin Smith world that it's so oh, yeah, insular, wow. yes, that you really have to be a fan of his to love and it's it actually
2: the, it's actually Brian Johnson who yes. wrote, who directed Vulgar. one of the comic book wow. men yeah, and one of the comic and who yeah, plays yeah.
1: Uh, Steve
2: yeah. Day. Wow, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, but it's
1: there's been the, so long since yeah. I saw that movie. So, but there is the True mm-hmm. North trilogy, which right. is the heart of what I like to think of as the Kevin Smith the movie, 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 movie movie universe. Right, and so what's what's great about the True North trilogy for me is that I'm a huge Smodcast fan, and that is a complete. Um, culmination of Smodcast. Absolutely. Basically, the True North Trilogy, which so far consists of two movies, Tusk in 2014 and Yoga Hosers in 2016, and yep. hopefully soon Moose Jaws, which is the greatest pitch for any movie ever. <laughs> I, it is, I, can't, I can't wait. Moose it's Jaws just, is just Jaws, just Jaws with Canadian, the Moose. Yeah, Jaws Canadian, and yeah, Canadian Jaws. Jaws. And instead of a fin <laughs> over the water, it's, it's the, the, antlers, antlers, yeah, it's the antlers, over, antlers over a field it's of grapes. Well,
0: that's my favorite part about both Tusk and specifically Yoga Hosers, because it, it very... Overtly makes fun of Canada, yes, yes, but also very subtly makes fun of America. America, well. we could never be as good as Canada. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> but like one of my Debatable. one of my favorite one of my favorite lines from Yoga Hosers is at the end where they're sitting there with I forget the the main like evil Nazi guy his name I forget his name but they're sitting there and they're like to make you feel more comfortable I will now speak in an accent of great American actor Al Pacino and starts doing an Al Pacino impression <laughs> and Johnny Depp's character he's like that's a pretty good impression. And Harley Quinn Smith goes, who's Al Pacino? And she goes, oh, he was an American president. And like, it's just, just like all that. And then he goes to Sylvester Stallone impressions. Like, it's so great. Yeah, the True North yeah, trilogy amazing. is fantastic. And I love it. And I love it, it, it. And it came out of – it's basically an
1: adaptation of Smodcast. Yeah. Because, you know, Smodcast, they they have a couple, like, running gags. One is, of course, Canada because Scott Mosier, who is the Mo in Smodcast – He is a producing partner who produced many of the Viewersk Universe movies. He's Canadian. And, of course, Kevin Smith met him in Canada when they were making, or before they made Clerks. You know, they went to the Vancouver Film School. Scott Scott actually graduated. Kevin Smith didn't, which is so brilliant. We didn't talk about that last episode. He left the Vancouver Film School right before the date where you can get some money back. Really? Uh Yeah, he went there to the final moment. Uh-huh. And then he so he got back That's I think amazing. about half of his of his uh, tuition back and just put it into the movie. Yeah. Oh. Cuz he went there learned how to kind of make a film. <laughs> yeah. And then and then came back. So Cuz mm-hmm. I got enough. Yeah. yeah good got good enough. enough moving yeah. on. Good enough. So, yes, yeah, so, so they make all these references to basically the things they talk about in Smodcast One of the running things on Smodcast especially early on, is that there's this Twitter account called Scan BC, which is run by like the British um Columbia's police department. And Whereas an American police blotter Twitter feed would be, like, killing and drugs and all this stuff. Right. The Scan BC is, like, remarkably wholesome. You know, it's like somebody got locked out of their car. Yeah. Or like there's all these, like, crazy, like, bears are seen or, yeah. like, all this stuff. So, like, that kind of, you know, led to them having a movie there. Of course, there's um, one of the connections between the True North trilogy movies is there's a non-movie's. Uh, fast food joint. I don't yes. think I don't think they'd be able to do a pop up because it's not as popular. Right, but <laughs> well, in Canada they could. <laughs> but there, oh my god, movies should have a Gimli slider. Oh, it would be so oh great. Yeah, just, just put that sandwich in the menu. You know, wow. after COVID, like because he has such a huge Canadian fan base. Like, yeah. if they do a Toronto pop up, it should be called the Gimli. Yeah, slider. the Gimli slider. Yeah, yeah. Gimli and, which is which is named after a thing that only Canadians know, which is this Gimli glider. Basically, what happened is it's just a commercial flight, and it. It. Uh, <laughs> they forgot to fill it with enough gas. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, so it loses fuel midway through, and the heroic pilots. It's there. It's the Canadian Sully Sullenberger. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They land it at like an abandoned airstrip by gliding because they lost all their right their, their fuel, fuel. Right. Which then leads to them creating a a that you see in both Tusk and Yoga Hosers. Yeah. A fast food restaurant called the Gimli Slider. Whoa, which is man, great. Which it's is so just great. it's
2: just such an amazing. Amazing nod. It's just so good. And they have the A to Z, the yep. Canadian yeah, A to Z,
0: yeah, uh, convenience store which you mentioned last time. Yes, cause, yep. because Ming was wearing the shirt. because Ming was wearing the shirt, right. which, which further, which again, so just so it could that, be canon. Well, so I well, so, I don't know. so so I think so for me, I think that the A to Z shirt that he's wearing furthers the idea that the True North trilogy is the movie movie universe. Because not only that, you also get, you see the scene in Yoga Hosier's where, very briefly, the advertisement for Chuli's Gum. Exactly. Which, again, yes. you know, that's part of the View Askew universe. Right. That but was, if we're talking about. Clerks, all right. the way back exactly. to the very first movie. Right. Clerks, the Chuli's so Gum. So if we're talking die, about. In, he's trying and to we convict, never yes, see Chuli's Gum again. This ever again. is The right. first Chuli's Gum. Yeah. In so if years. you're talking about yeah. a movie movie universe, because there are no other obvious connections from yes. a character perspective, it makes sense that a movie being made in the View Askew universe would have the real-life, quote, products from the View Askew universe, yep. of which Truly's yep. Gum is one of them. And very yep. similar to Red Apple Cigarettes. Right, exactly. exactly. It exists right. in
1: both worlds. Mm-hmm. So whereas in the world that we live in, and the comic book men that exist in our world that we've watched, yep. the Ming Chen at a convention would wear maybe a Quick Stop or yep. a on a Bob's Secret stash. Right, or shirt. a shared universe. Right. Yep. yep. Yeah. In this Kevin Smith world, he wears an A to Z because it's referencing one of the Kevin Smith movies.
0: A to Z is such a such a great. Hey, <laughs> hey, uh, uh, and I just love, dude. My favorite scene, like, I have so many favorite scenes in this movie, but just like, I was dying at the opening scene after they're playing the song in the back room, and they go to open the door, and the customers are waiting, and like <laughs> eight customers walk through, and each one they just go, "Sorry, you boot that." Sorry, you boot that. that. Sorry, you boot that. Sorry, you boot. It's like ten times in. So, so everyone
2: great. makes fun of Canadians for saying a boot. No one makes fun of Canadians saying. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. They all say. It. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's almost Fargo. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> Midwestern. Yeah. Right. yeah. Man, especially in Calgary. Maybe not so much in Toronto or some of the other provinces. Yeah. B- province is, but uh, definitely uh, in province. Out- yeah, I probably uh that's, that sounds that sounds accurate sure uh but definitely in alberta which is kind of like the the texas to the north um yeah that's they they
0: all talk like that
2: it's it's, it's very very strange.
0: and they also say sorry to everything. To everything. yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally oh, sorry. everything. Oh, sorry. 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 Just, which is funny because what sorry. does Canada have to apologize for? Oh, man. <laughs> they're Nothing. Just, they're just, nice. just too nice. <laughs>
2: having, having extremely aesthetically pleasing women. I, I don't know. Oh, the, <laughs> is, that a, is that enough politically correct statement? Well, Matt Toronto. lived in Toronto. <laughs> yeah. wow, that's a beautiful yeah. town. We had a, good, a lot of fun there. Yeah, we've, <laughs> literally had, we've, had, we've had some fun. I've had some fun town. in Calgary. I've had some fun in Toronto. I've had some fun in Montreal. If you haven't been to Canada, I strongly, well, once uh, Big C is over, uh, get a chance to go and visit because our neighbors to the north, quite wonderful people, and it's a quite beautiful place to go. And and uh, definitely don't skip out on, on places like Calgary. Uh, Calgary is just its an absolutely beautiful city. I, I always have fun when I went there, although I did go there for business. So
1: And pleasure. Yeah, and pleasure. Both. <laughs> a little a little both, I think, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so so Tuscan Yoga Hosers, which are the, the Kevin Smith love letters to Canada, Yep, and hopefully we get to see Moose Jaws soon. Yeah, and, that would be awesome. And I these movies wait. are very much—they're like early Viewers Universe because there, there is a, a small cameo in Tusk, basically, where Kevin Smith's daughter, Harley Quinn Smith, and her best friend in real life, Lily Rose Depp, play convenience store mm-hmm. clerks at A to Z. And then they become the stars of yoga hoses. Very right, Much right. like a Bob's okay. back. They become the star. Right, right. That's great. And then another character who's in both um, both films is Johnny Depp's amazing character Gila Point, okay. who is he's basically a Canadian uh, Columbo or <laughs> so good <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. He's, he's so good.
2: You know so, why? Why is it called the True North trilogy? That, true North
3: is a is Canada. It, is it's a Canadian, Canadian, uh, it's a Canadian, like like Canadian thing. Yeah, nickname. Yeah, yeah the okay. True North. Yeah,
0: okay. or the or the Great White North. You hear? Right. Sometimes yeah, Great too. White North. Yeah. I've, I've so, so it's heard. a True North yeah. trilogy. So all
1: three are yeah. set in Canada. Canada and right, then right, right. you know, you're, obviously there'll be yeah. A to Z. Tusk and, is
2: actually one of the few movies uh, from Kevin Smith that I, I have yet to see. It's oh, it's on my it's, list. I have it literally on my Netflix queue. My fiance doesn't yeah. like horror movies, so I haven't gotten a chance to sit down and watch. It's a
1: horror there. comedy, you know. So it starts off. It's it's based. I've heard around, it's very. The main disturbing. character is a podcaster. Josh yeah. long yeah. plays a yeah. podcaster, okay. and Michael Parks gives an amazing performance in it. And okay. yeah, I'm a big. Fan but of you know, Michael so, so it's, it's a bit great. of a horror. There's this, there's obviously not spoilers. It's a bit of a mystery, and what's great is that the mystery in Tusk and Yoga Hosers are both being. Um, both being investigated by Johnny Depp playing this, he is unrecognizable. Yeah. And one thing I will spoil because it's the best running joke in both movies is that throughout the films, um, Johnny Depp's character Gila Point has like a mole or two on his face. Yes, in yes. Every shot of the film, yes. of both films, it changes position. It changes position. That's such so a that's, a, that's <laughs> a nod so, to Mel Brooks Dude, right It's there. such that's a, that's great a great a running joke. joke. So over the course of two movies, like he's constantly, yeah. it's he's always looking yes. the same. He has, you know, he is what you think. Wasn't of,
2: your mole? Like he's such a, he's on so the other think, side. Yes, <laughs> it's it's what is You such such think of like a Canadian, you know, he's yeah. this French
1: Canadian. You know, he's this outlandish accent. He has the beret, yeah. this mustache, and the mole just keeps traveling on the face. It's such so. a great running joke, and That's we great. really hope that we get to see a Yoga Hoser sequel Moose Jaw soon, because just like with all the Viewers Universe movies, the final credits of Yoga Hosers ends with the Colleens, which is the name for the two girls. The Colleens will return. Yes, in Moose Jaws. Yes.
2: How cool would it be to see that? being the movie that Kevin Smith writes and then Quentin Tarantino directs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How, how cool would that be? Wow. How cool would that be? Moose job. It's so funny because there's so many like 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 parallels between Quentin Tarantino mm-hmm. and Kevin Smith, like the brilliance of both of their their directing styles, their their writing styles yeah. is through the dialogue. They're both super nerds. They yeah. were both they were both like video store guys. They both worked in video stores, love talking about movies. They both came up through Miramax and then subsequently the Weinstein Company. Yes. Yep. Right. So like like the, like the, there's so many parallels. To their careers, they work like, with the same actors, they work right? With like this, they have like, a lot the, same of the same cadre actors. of actors yeah. they
1: reuse in every movie. The, like, yeah. the connections, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, And so it's it's just like amazing that they just haven't crossed paths. they haven't cross pollinated yet. Well, what's
1: interesting is that Harley Quinn Smith, Kevin Smith's daughter, was right in was Once, upon, in a once in 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 upon a Time in yeah.
2: Hollywood. Right, that's the closest we've gotten yeah. to it, and she was only a very small part right. in yeah. it. Yeah, she was one but of the Manson you know, Power crazy. Duty. I mean, yeah. I think
1: she's a great actress, and what's funny is that. Kevin Smith talks about how when she was going up for that role, you know, his wife was saying how you should give Quentin a call. He was like, I'm not gonna give Quentin a call. Yeah. Like, yeah. Obviously he could have, <laughs> but you know, like, you know.
0: Well, that's it, a it's cool. very
1: cool that he didn't and she still got the role.
0: And that's a cool story he tells on one of the episodes of his podcast, I remember about how she had written um, her own monologue. Yeah. Yeah, I forget what it was about, but she written her own monologue and she she you know, she she recited it, acted it out for Quentin as part of her uh his a part of her audition, and it like really stuck out to him, and that's yeah. one of the reasons why he got the role. And yeah. everyone, Kevin Smith saying on his podcast, he's like, "That's something that you should be like insanely proud about. That like you wrote something, yeah, that you acted for Quentin, and he like liked it. Like yeah. that, yeah. you should be really proud of that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's you know, it's it's always cool to see when somebody who is really. You know, successful in their own right. You know, who are the people that they almost fanboy out for, right? Yeah. And it's obvious that that Kevin Smith almost does that. He he holds Quentin Tarantino in very high regard. Yeah, like he he he, he really sees him as as somebody that that. You know he he, he he really admires the work that he he's done and he, he holds him very high regard and uh, really just really cool to be able to just kind of recognize that that's awesome yeah yeah totally yeah yeah, yeah.
1: and then uh, Kevin Smith has a movie has yet to be released called Kill Rose Here yeah it's like a horror anthology yeah and that's about the like the World War II era, um, you've probably seen the graffiti yes the like graffiti the of the guy, guy with the big
2: nose yeah. and yeah and it started in World War Two yeah and then and two- then that was uh you know in uh. Uh, Mr. Roboto, right? Yeah,
1: Kill Roy. <laughs> and then we got two on the horizon. We got that are definitely going to be canon. We got yeah. Clerks three and yes. Twilight of the Mallrats. Right? So Twilight, Twilight of Rats, the Mallrats we Rats. we mentioned last time yeah. as a as a potential sequel. And then Clerks three. All of us live in in the area here in Jersey, and I know Matt and I were texting a lot around the time when the Clerks three script
0: was performed at the First Avenue Bastards. Playhouse. It's a table read, in Atlanta, and it kinda. was, yeah. dude. Like, I had... I had, like, 13 fucking tabs open... All trying to get tickets for this fucking thing. I had thing. worked like a 16-hour day the day before. Dude. And I got up super early to like to like set it up. Yeah, <laughs> it I impossible. I had, there I had, no had, way. Were just I there was,
3: was in the lobby of the hotel yeah, I was exactly. staying
1: at. And I had the two computers at the virtual office in the lobby and my computer up. And I was yeah. doing this thing. Just no oh, chance. No but, chance. Because, I mean, you know, it's a tiny theater. It's great that they did it. It was a fundraiser for the theater. Because it was the actual theater where they did the Clerks auditions. Right. Oh, in Atlantic okay. Highlands. They did a table read. But it's a version of Clerks 3 that... I don't know if we'll get to see, and as fans, we really no, see, because they're redoing this. It was a darker Clerks three, yeah. That Jeff Anderson, who plays Randall, wouldn't do because it was too dark, right? Oh, okay. And so what happens is that they performed it. And they kind of put that script away. Has the
3: script
2: ever been the the table read no. that they did? Has it ever been leaked online or? No, I mean, I, I'm we... shocked they didn't nah.
1: record it because yeah. I I would say right, I would pay 10, 15, I would pay money to watch. this Absolutely, table read. no, Absolutely. I would pay twenty. Bu- I I would buy it like a movie ticket. Yeah, yeah buy like it. a or, movie ticket. Or I would, I would, if
2: I could stream it online, yeah. especially right yeah, now, I would, like, can I would. I get it on YouTube. Yeah, I like, mean,
1: I would pay money to, to download. it. Yeah, I don't think it. I don't
0: think they recorded it. But
1: I mean, or maybe it's something. Maybe they don't want it to be mass distributed until Until they make the new clerk story, which is a which is a a script that's more upbeat apparently. Well you know what they
0: should do? Like what what I would do if I was Kevin is 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 another thing, like kinda like the movies pop up there's obviously a demand for it. Yeah, I would take it on the fucking road, like a road show, yeah, you know? and road like show. hire you know hire different actors at different times. How cool would that table be? Table read. I mean, but you go, you make it like a live event, sell tickets in, in bunch in a bunch of different states, so everybody can see it, and you don't ever have to record it. But you yeah. just have, it's, it becomes like a live performance thing. I mean,
2: I, how yeah. dope was the the table read of uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High and uh, with so all Shia so. the LaBeouf, dude Shia machine. LaBeouf, dude, so Jennifer so Gar- <laughs> Gart- Jennifer uh, Aniston, Aniston, and and Pitt. And 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 Morgan Freeman and Sean Penn and like just this Morgan Freeman doing the narration parts was so so perfect so good man so it was so so much fun it was so enjoyable to watch and like as someone who sits on Zoom meetings and Zoom calls (laughs) literally all freaking day yeah like it I I did it in my free time for pleasure. And it was it was pleasurable. It was yeah. quite enjoyable.
1: Like I, I really, I really, really liked it. Yeah. So hopefully we'll get to see this Dark Clerks three. It makes sense though. They they won't release it because they don't want that to like cloud our vision of the Real Clerks three. I yep. can see that. So hopefully someday we'll see this Dark Clerks three. But yeah, I'm also looking forward to the new Clerks three. Yeah. And that's it. Those are so now we've gotten through the movies directed by Kevin Smith. Right. And now. We get into the fodder, and there is a lot of fodder. There is there's a lot of fodder. So, so first,
2: arguably Scream, right? Well, the, I the, mean, the, the
1: first one chronologically is the Clerks TV pilot. Right, okay. The answer is no. That's no. all you need to know about the Clerks TV pilot. <laughs> <laughs> it is terrible. They don't have the rights for Jay and Silent Bob in the Clerks pilot. So there's a character of Ray that they wrote last minute because midway through making the pilot, they realize they don't have the rights to Jay and Silent Bob, so they create a Ray. Who just is stealing stuff from the sh- from the right. shop the whole time? There's like three. There's like there's like a Dante equivalent, a Randall equivalent, and an ice cream dude.
2: But Dante and Randall are this the voice actors. They're, no, they're no, the same you're actors. talking about the Clerks animated oh. TV series, oh. which is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is the a Clark's, live
1: action. The Clerks animated pirate. series, which I, I think the second episode is one of the best episodes of TV ever. So okay. we'll get into that. This is in 1995. Because Miramax bought Clerks and is owned by Disney. Right. They make an ABC single camera pilot with Kerry Russell and Jim Brewer.
2: Jim Brewer? <laughs> and yeah. What?
1: It's available for YouTube for free, and that's paying too much for it. <laughs> <laughs> and it is terrible. It is like a 90s sitcom. like like It's almost like if somebody was making a – stereotypical 90s sitcom now it has all like the clothing the everything it's so terrible did it it have a laugh track oh laugh track and oh it's so it it has all these actors you kind of know from like the 90s like like oh like oh that guy was in full house for a while you know yeah okay it's so terrible obviously it was never picked up right but what's amazing is that both apparently what i read is that both brian o'halloran and randall and the and, the, and uh, Jeff Anderson who played Randall, mm. they went out and didn't get the roles in the pilot. Oh. <laughs> and, and Kevin Smith, even though he had nothing to do with it, when he heard they were making a pilot, he was like, "I'll help. I'll write the shoot. yeah. Like tried, I can do he something yeah. here. He tried yeah. to, he tried to can, work on it. Like why would you not and want me to do no, something here? But like what he wrote, and because he wrote an episode for them, and they. Put it apart. He made it into the Clerks animated show. So eventually, we get yeah. something good out of it. But yeah, if you want to just watch something, the Clerks CB pilot. Just it's on YouTube. It's free. It's it's so interesting because it it's clear that nobody who watched. Or who made that watch the original Clerks? It seems like it's just, yeah. it's, it's so, it's everything Clerks isn't. Yeah, so definitely fodder
2: Definitely not canon. Definitely yeah. not, <laughs> not even, even connected, not, not even nowhere movie, near. Movie, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, near. it never happened. <laughs> but
1: in 1996, we get my first, now potentially ninth movie, my first fodder that could be canon. Okay. And that is the View Askew produced film Drawing Flies. Which, okay. which was produced by Kevin Smith and Scott Moser, directed okay. by uh, Kevin Smith's friend, Malcolm Ingram. And their friendship is a great story. Malcolm Ingram was a reporter for Film Threat Magazine. He was covering Mallrats. Okay. Just as, you know, he was going to be there for a little bit of time, do like a, you know, uh, a magazine profile of Kevin Smith. Then he was supposed to leave. Right. He just never left. He became friends with Mallrat <laughs> with Kevin Smith. Never left. And he used his opportunity there to just basically uh, recruit the entire cast of mall Rats. So <laughs> most of the cast of mall Rats end up going to Canada with him. Okay. And Kevin Smith and Scott Mosier after they film mall Rats, to film drawings, Drawing Fly. So Jason Lee, Renee Humphrey, Joey Lauren Adams, Scott Mosier, Jason Mewes, they're all in this movie as different characters. And it's, it's a bit more... Um, and like the Jane and Silent Bob, like like it's about people going. It's about people on welfare in Vancouver. Okay, and then they they get kicked off welfare because they never went for a job. They end up going into the woods following a friend, who is looking for Bigfoot. And the way this movie kind of goes a little bit more surreal is that they find Bigfoot, and Jason Lee's character ends up living the rest of his days with Bigfoot (laughs) at the end of the movie. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So so it's a little bit more cartoony. It's amazing. (laughs) Because the whole movie, you're thinking Jason Lee's character is having a nervous breakdown thinking he can find Bigfoot, but then he finds Bigfoot, and you're just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, The two specific definitive connections for me is that Kevin Smith is in the movie... Dressed as, dressed and as, credited as, yeah, Silent Bob. Silent Bob. Nice. And there's a great okay. sequence in the movie where he's at a party with uh, the character that Jason Mewes is playing, and the two of them run into each other, they have a weird exchange and they go on. it's but brother Because Jason can't play Jay, because yeah, he's playing right. a different character yeah, yeah. in the movie. No, because he's just playing a different character in the movie. It'd oh, be weird, okay. it'd be confusing. And then, here's even weirder, so Ethan Suplee is in the movie, but he plays... He plays a character called Ethan in the movie, and it's clear that, like, after they filmed the scene, Malcolm Ingram and Matt Gissing, the co-directors, were just like, oh, we totally could have called him Willem Black. (laughs) So, in the credits to the movie, his character is Ethan... But they call like, the actor that they credit is Willem Black. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't, it's clear that like it's clear that they're so pissed at themselves. They're like, we could have just shot that scene and if we didn't call him Ethan. He could be Willem. He black. could be Willem. <laughs> uh-huh. But so, so drawing flies. It's view askew. It has Ke- Kevin Smith and it's black yeah. and white. It's very. It's basically Malcolm Ingram's clerks and Malcolm Ingram. I'm I was more familiar with him because I didn't see Drawing Flies at the time. I didn't see it until maybe five years ago. Yeah. He was on Smotcast a bunch, and he did. And he had his own like Smotcast podcast. He's like this angry gay Canadian filmmaker who now does documentaries. But he's great. He just <laughs> like <laughs> he's, he's Which,
2: very almost like an oxymoron, right? Like a, an yeah. angry Canadian. You know,
1: he's like he's. he's I think he's hilarious. And I think he's he's a much better filmmaker than he's given credit for. But he's 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 like so great at pontificating. I love it. <laughs> he's like the oh, ultimate pontificator. <laughs> so him on a podcast like pontificating is just it's, – it's a character that you need in your life. So that is, in my opinion, since it has definitively uh, Silent Bob, that is canon. Yeah. So I'm saying. So, so now we've gone from seven to nine to nine. Now could be nine. Could be. I
2: mean, if he's if he's canon. But now the other one we have to talk about mm-hmm. is Degrassi. Right. Yes. If we're still in Canadian, Canadian, you know, we now need to talk about the Canadian teenage melodrama of Degrassi. And the, the essentially what Degrassi is is essentially Saved by the Bell, c- except Canadian right. Saved by the Bell. And they have. The Degrassi, the next class, yes. right? And Jay and Silent Bob actually show up in Degrassi, the next class.
1: Yes, but it's in a roundabout way. So what happened is that Degrassi is Canadian; and it's yeah. um, it's supported by Canadian gov- The Canadian government. Okay. So Kevin Smith wanted to direct episodes of Degrassi, but he couldn't because he's not Canadian. Right. So they wrote this whole season-long story arc. Where the character of Kevin Smith, who I'm going to say is the same character of Kevin Smith from the reboot. The reboot. A little, little <laughs> okay. bit of confusion there because okay. he mentions clerks and stuff. So I don't yeah. know. But he goes and he directs a Jay and Silent Bob movie that we've never seen. He directs that up at the school where, they, where, where Degrassi is set. So it's not that Jay and Silent Bob, the characters, show up at Degrassi in character. Is that Kevin Smith is filming a Jay and Silent Bob movie? movie. Yeah, at the Degrassi High School. <laughs> and so, and you know, he loves Degrassi. You know, like uh, Renee, uh, Shannon Doherty's character wears a Degrassi jacket that belongs to Jason Lee's character in Mallrats mm. and all that biz. And they mentioned that a lot. But yeah, so the fictional film that he is films there over the course of the season is Jay and Silent Bob Go Canadian. Eh? <laughs> so it's almost like that is. A movie, movie. So that is an unseen movie, a movie that we that we will never see because it doesn't exist. Yeah, because it doesn't but exist. But it does
2: exist <laughs> in, a in a different universe. That's yeah, like a that's... third world. Yeah, it's almost that's a third movie well, movie. So here's. So this is a good segue, right? Because it's it's almost as if the Jay and Silent Bob the View Askew universe would be a movie movie universe. Now I argue that, or I I I postulate that Jay and Silent Bob the View Askew universe. Is a movie movie universe for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So what I mean by that is, if Captain America uh, goes to the movies, he will watch a one of the movies
1: in the Viewersque universe. Yep. Tony Stark, there's way too much cursing for Captain
0: America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: probably. Maybe he watch Jersey Girl. Yeah, but he would definitely have. Natasha <laughs> Romanoff. Black Widow would. like yeah. Black Widow would yeah. love yeah. it. Because but, of, of the Captain because, Marvel scene. Well, because... Exactly. Because Stan Lee, in his final Marvel cameo scene, uh, you see him riding on the bus in Captain Marvel, reading the script for Mallrats. Which is the greatest
0: it, cameo in the MCU. The yeah, it really is the most meta.
2: It is the greatest. I always... I, I, up until that, I would have said it was it was Stan Lee as the DJ in the strip club in Deadpool. That was a great uh, one. Which was great. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely think that this is the best cameo uh, of Stanley's in any movie because he's sitting there, he's reading the script for Mallrats
0: to get ready for his audition to play himself in this movie, right? And it's even better because Captain Marvel takes place in the 90s right mm-hmm. around the time, the time when Maul Rats would have been being filmed. <laughs> exactly. So, And it's so, the
1: only cameo, sorry to interrupt, but no, no. it's the only
0: cameo where you know that it's Stan Lee. Right, yes. he's the and only, only
1: cameo, cameo where he's playing, he's playing Stan Lee. Character. Yeah. Yes. This one, he is definitely Stan yeah, Lee. Yeah, he is yeah. definitely Stan and Lee. And it's great that, that's, his, that well, that's not his last one, right? That's his penultimate one. Yeah, he, his, because
0: he was in, an, an, in Endgame. endgame. Remember, he was the hippie driving by the, oh, the military right. base yes. in the 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make, Make love, love, not, not war, war, man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's so <great>. that's right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um
2: Yeah, no. I I, I mean, I, I, I think it's a great idea, and I would love, oh my gosh, would love, like, and I think it would work in Spider-Man the best, like, of all of a sudden, like... Spider Man is just like on an adventure, and then oh, like, hey, let's he's taking MJ out to a movie, right? And they go and see, like, oh, oh hey, man, have you ever seen this old movie, yeah. Ball Rats, <laughs> right? Or hey, have you ever seen, Dude, it like, would so it good. would be amazing if, if, if he would just, just kind of mentioned it one time, or they sit down and they watch a scene, you know, like, it would just.
0: Just real wank stuff for fans, man. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I would almost rather have a Jay and Silent Bob cameo oh, in an man. MCU movie, even something as simple. Like, a Spider-Man would be great, too, just like a scene where they, like, it he, would just, have he swings be, by, it, like, you know, in like Either Spider-Man there. or yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it would be like, so Like, how great.
2: hilarious would it have been if Jay and Silent Bob were in, like, a glass container in the collectors, like in, like Dude, the collector oh had, and they're so just good. they're just sitting there, like looking around, like why are yeah. we here? Like, oh my god, what are we doing? <laughs> that would be amazing.
0: That would be absolutely amazing. Yeah,
2: I, I but yeah, I mean, I, I especially because of that cameo, definitely, View Askew Universe is itself the a movie, movie, movie movie universe, universe, universe yep, for the Marvel for the
1: universe. Marvel Cinematic Universe. I love this movie movie universe. Thing. <laughs> I think we're just gonna pull that into everything. I I I think so as well. So so so. We've kind of gone through like those are like the big ones. We talked about Clerks animated series. That's like that's definitively like in canon. It's a little bit it's a little bit cartoony, well, obviously because it is a cartoon, but it's very Looney Tunes. And the character of Leonardo Leonardo played by Alec Baldwin and his like Lex Luthor tower that's inexplicably just built in in Leonardo next to Quick Stop and the Quicker Stop. So great. So
0: we could also do – I'm taking off episode here. We could also do a second part to this episode at a later date, and I can just piece them together. Yeah, you fill in in the gaps. Yeah, yeah. You know, gaps.
2: I got (laughs) gaps. She's got (laughs)
0: gaps. We fill in each (laughs) other's gaps. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, so do we want to go um, just, like, from the top of the second part of the View universe, or do you want to use what we had from the last time? I like what we had, because yeah. where we kind of left off
1: was with the, we we talked about the movie, movie universe
3: idea. Right, right, yeah. right.
2: right, because, because uh Askew universe is a movie, movie of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right,
1: right, because the last thing we talked about, and you had sent it to me. Yeah, I sent you the uh the audio. Yeah, audio. <laughs> so that's where we left off. Okay. done. That's
2: perfect. How oh I mean we can kinda jump off of uh the what we were talking about yesterday with the multiverse of madness. Yeah. Right? How funny would it be if they were just sitting down in in like a coffee shop or something and in the background on the TV was like mall rats or or something like that. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, how hilarious That'd would be that great.
0: be. Yeah. Where does it officially end? So with 426 left. All right,
1: great. So we talked about So we talked about. Um, all the... Um, when do you go, I had a note on the document. We didn't
0: get into the True North trilogy yet, right? No, we didn't no, talk we about did. True North. Yeah, we didn't talk, we'll talk about, about that. Uh, Degrassi. We
1: talked about Red State because you didn't know about Red State. Right, right. We talked about Red State. We didn't talk about Degrassi.
2: We didn't talk about, didn't talk about True North. And we didn't talk about... Should we
0: talk about Jersey Girl? Oh, God. Well, we talked... Jer- <laughs> no. Jersey Girl is definitively not. 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 No, I yes, know, but... Things, did, we, it. did we talk yeah, we about did. it? Okay, I couldn't remember. Yeah, we did. I think we mentioned it. For Carlin. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. This is going to be a pain in the ass to edit. This
2: is going to be a real pain in the ass
0: to edit. <laughs> I fucking, fucking hate you. It's going to be so annoying <laughs> to try and sync it up. Uh, I think I'm just going to throw, because you're recording all this right now, right, man? Yeah, yeah. yeah, just throw yeah. All, just of all of this right in the middle of the episode. Be like, like, here's your intermission, Yeah, and then yeah. here's <laughs> and the intermission, back up.
2: And uh, we're going to get back up, so, you know.
0: Yeah, you know what? Why? Why even try to fake it? I'm yeah. not even, even no, going to like no. bend over just, backwards just, to try you know to what? edit it because <laughs> the volumes be... are going to be different. <laughs> yeah. like, listen, here's the story. Yeah, we recorded half of an episode <laughs> and then stopped. So here's part two. Here we are recording the second half of part two.
2: Yeah, yeah. So you can even do you can even do that little like like you know bit of dialogue recorded at home, right? Yeah, exactly. So then it even has different. It, it yes. sounds different. So then you're like, look not even gonna lie <laughs> yeah. so that's so, the deal so bear with us and here you go for part two of Cannon Fodder's <laughs> View of Scunibers. that
0: I'll probably cut out
2: <laughs> yo are you kidding I am literally <laughs> the best part of this show I don't know what you're talking about
0: alright so where did we leave off
2: We have Uh, no idea. No, we left off. So the last thing that I was talking about was the fact that um, the View Askew universe is the movie movie universe of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. Because uh, Stan Lee had the cameo in Captain Marvel where he was reading the script for Mallrats. It was the best cameo ever. It was definitely the best. Uh, Aside from the DJ at the strip club. That one in Deadpool, in Deadpool that was, was good. amazing, but... Uh, well, the Captain
0: Marvel cameo was great, too, because there's, like, that brief moment of fourth wall breaking yes. where she smiles at him, you know? Because, like, like, why would she smile at him? Like, she doesn't yeah. know what Mallrats is or what? what's going on here. So there's, like, that very brief, probably the only moment in the MCU where they break the fourth wall where she gives him that little smile. She's like... Yeah. 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 Nerd love, like, bam, you know? <laughs>
2: yeah. And I, I love it. I mean, the fact that he's reading his script, I wonder whose idea that was. Like,. And do you think that Kevin Smith like 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 lost his mind when he saw that? Oh, he that? did. He, I, yeah. I think
1: he had like a uh, Instagram about tears and stuff. Yeah, like, he yeah, didn't yeah, know he, about he, it. So
0: I yeah. think, I mean, I, that feels like one of those things because I forget who the director of Captain Marvel was, um, but I don't think it was anybody, you know. Not, it was yeah. a male-female team. Yeah, I don't yeah so I'm I'm willing to bet that it was a, either Stan Lee himself had the idea or just, you know, Kevin, Kevin Feige. Feige, just yeah. the genius yeah. himself. Yeah, like yeah. he thinks of everything. Everything, you know like so it was probably his ideas would be my guess that yeah. is a
2: fair assumption though, but then uh, sure. bowden
0: and ryan fleck are the directors yeah i don't recognize any of those names yeah. but then this version of mall
1: that is in the mcu right can't reference comics in the same way so
0: it's like a whole different mall right exactly so that means so that then, then that means then does so banky <laughs> i'm sorry not for from rats uh, brody exists in the mcu wow
2: (laughs) is brody in the mcu that's the most meta thing that i've ever heard of i think that's it's got to be correct, right? But it's different being I mean,
1: a fanboy when the heroes really exist, right? Yeah, right. It's, right. it's more like sports than, exactly. <laughs> than yeah, being but a nerd. I mean, I
2: mean come on. There's, how many sports fans do you know that are, are more nerdy than comic book fans yeah. over like the statistics and everything yeah. that they know about yeah. the, the... And that is
0: one thing they do reference in some of the MCU movies about the fact that there are... you know. Uh, comic books and toys made of the characters yes. in the MCU. They yeah, reference yeah, yeah. it a couple times. You specifically, in some of the see movies. It in Logan. In Logan, Logan well, yeah, I'm talking yes. about like pro- MCU yeah, proper, proper, but yeah, yeah. And, Lo- and Logan yeah. for sure. And then Deadpool too. And he's got the <laughs> the little like music. <laughs> yeah, he's got that oh, man. <laughs> exactly. Oh,
2: it's so good. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So, so now, now, so now we have this this entire universe. But it opens it opens up the entire thing for yeah. so much more because, like with Doctor Strange and the the uh, multiverse of madness and the the new Spider Man movie that that's going to be coming out where it's going to have you know certainly a multiverse property in it, is there a chance where we might be able to see Jay and Silent Bob in an actual Marvel cinematic universe movie? That's, so is there a chance yeah, that that, that might
0: happen? So that's what I want. Like I want something like that, that to happen. So wild. Yeah, it would be amazing because especially when you consider and you go back to Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back in particular, you know when they're on the set in Hollywood, they make specific reference to a lot of like real life people that you know none none that have really crossed over with right. the MCU like you know, like Wes Craven and people like that, but like. Enough to give you that there's they're in this world that could possibly like it, it's our world, you know. Yeah. Like so, I think that would be I think that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be that would be amazing.
2: And wait, wasn't there wasn't there one of the cartoons where they go into outer space? Is that am right. I which cartoon? In, 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 like clerk? Are, are you thinking of Gilligan's Planet? No, maybe I don't know which. No, no, no. What was um? I thought I thought there was one of the the little movies that. Was done for clerks.
1: Yes, where they do they go into outer space. Well, last episode you right. mentioned when we were talking about what was definitively canon. Right, you mentioned uh, Jay and Silent Bob's super groovy cartoon movie. Yes, yes. And correct. you said that was definitively canon and I and I interrupted because I thought no, that's definitely more in the fodder zone. Yeah, it's. So we right. can get
2: into that. Um, we didn't talk about it in the No. So last the
1: last time. definitive canon thing we just mentioned now that became canon out of the fodder was Drawing Flies. That yep, was right. a black and white okay. movie right. had Kevin Smith playing Silent Bob. So he, and it was produced by View Askew. Right. Right. And then View Askew had a couple other productions. A Better Place, Big Helium Dog, and they they worked on Tail Lights Fade, all but none of them have any connection. So right. those are kind of like in the ether, we can talk about them as fodder. But then you get into both the Clooks animated TV show, which is right. two thousand and it had like this right. great like cel shaded animation. Yeah. But then much later. You very, had a, almost
2: like Samurai Jack, yes. Kind of
1: animation. And that was that was like that was more grounded than the, we'll skip ahead to 2013's Jay and Silent Bob super groovy cartoon movie. Yeah. And that is just next level crazy. Yeah. <laughs>
2: okay. So I've never seen it. I haven't said, uh, it, it's one of the few Jay and Silent Bob movies
1: that I haven't seen. So it's filled with all the connections. You know, it starts off, it's at, um, it, it starts start off at quick, quick stop, stop. Right? Yeah. yeah. But you okay. know what it plays as? It plays more as an animated adaptation of Banky and Holden's. Bluntman and Chronic, right. then it plays okay. as like a part of like the actual world. So Clerks okay. is like a sequel the Clerks Animated TV show is like a sequel to the Clerks movie. It's okay. a little bit more cartoony and, and outlandish. This one, they they literally get superpowers and they become blunt men and chronic. Okay. It, it, yeah. And Okay, uh, I got it. And like they have cameos from like Dante and Stanley and Steve Dave and Fanboy and all that. But like it's all like within like it's almost like this movie is an adaptation of
0: of the Bluntman and Chronic comic. Oh,
2: okay, okay, okay. So also, that cartoon is. Okay. And I appreciate the Ren and Stimpy
0: it. style of art that went into this movie. Yeah, like it's very Ren and Stimpy. I wonder
2: if it's the same.
0: Well, it's written by Kevin Smith,
1: but it was directed by Steve Stark. Who, who Who's the artist? Steve Stark. Steve Stark. Yeah, so okay. he, and he kind of got involved with Smith because he would do these smodemations where, like, he would take clips from the podcast and he would like animate them. Okay. And so he did that. And, and then, like, that's where he got in with, with Kevin, and they just kept that animation style. So it's very different than – like, it, I don't want to say, like, cheap, but it looks more – it's more it's more cartoony. Yeah, it's more cartoony. It's more Saturday yeah, morning cartoon yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, than, yeah. Um, than, than the original Clerks. But the original Clerks animated TV show is yeah. my favorite, like, corner of, of the – so, it's it,
2: and it's, it, you, I don't know if you could say that the Clerks TV show is canon. I mean, it has to be fodder, right? Because it's like they just do so many kind of wacky things, but it was just a short run TV show. It was only, what, eight episodes? It was six episodes. Six episodes. And the second episode
1: yeah. is a clip show, which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just, so, you know, they have, they have the pilot, and then it's brilliant. The second episode gets is your typical, like, 70s TV crutch where they get right. locked in the freezer and they start talking about all their adventures, but 90% of what they reference just happened last episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, hey,
2: you remember two seconds ago when we did this? <laughs> 100%. But,
1: but, yeah, I mean, it's definitely in the fodder zone because there's, like, a Lex Luthor-inspired supervillain, Leonardo Leonardo, right? who right, has okay. a giant <laughs> L-shaped, um, like, like super villain Lair that's also like the, the Lex Corp yeah, like Lex tower. Corp tower. Yeah. Like yeah, that's okay. just across the street and just appears out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> and then he has like the quick stop of the future and like Yeah, they, and there's a lot of crazy stuff where they end up like there's like a last Starfire fighter inspired episode. Okay. Where where Randall ends up building pyramids in Tom's River. <laughs> 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 and <laughs> is is it possible
2: to uh, to stream
1: clerks the animated series on online i bought it on amazon <laughs> so i have it through the amazon app, oh, okay but it's Three. not available for streaming anywhere because it was okay it's part of that weird rights thing we talked about last episode right where right, it was, right 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 made by abc right and miramax so like right. dogma very
2: similar to, the, right. to what dogma is yeah so it's hard
1: to find but it's it's weird. definitely better than the clerks pilot the yeah. live action one we talked about last Yeah, time. that was yeah. not very good. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Brian O'Hara is back, you know, and... It- Jeff Anderson's back, and they and they have a lot of you know they, they have a lot of like great cameos of characters, right. and of course Jay and Silent Bob, and Charles Barkley yeah. is a character and plays himself. Really, oh. <laughs> at the end of each episode, they have like a Saturday morning you know okay kids the more you know type thing, Whoa. and it's always wow. with Jay and Silent Bob, and then what's amazing is that Charles Barkley comes in to kind of help him every time. And they just yell at him, and they're like get out of here, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: awesome. That's
2: incredible. But that this, leads absolutely to, incredible. this
1: leads to this leads what we talked about last time, which is Clerks the lost scene which right. is that style right. of animation. Which is
2: the, that's the funeral. Yes. That they go into. So that, that. is definitively right.
1: canon, though. Yes, definitely. And so, but it's the same animation, same people. Like, it's weird. Like, that that would definitely be canon because that is, like, a lost part of the whole thing. Right, of right. the whole
2: thing. Right, 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 right. So, right. So the Clerks, the lost scene was the, it was animated, mm-hmm. right? Didn't they do a live action one as well where it was Dante and... Not that I know of, no. And they were going to the funeral...
0: No, you're thinking of the scene that was cut from the first Clerks, uh, from the original Clerks movie, where the uh, oh, the, the ending yeah, was, right. was where where Dante um, uh, gets the original ending was well Dante, Dante gets shot, gets yeah. shot and, and yeah. killed. And yeah. Yeah. That, so that's what you're thinking of. Well,
2: no, 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 I'm, I'm thinking of when they leave the quick stop to go to the funeral for the girl who died because she was running around the YMCA too much. Well,
1: in the, it was well, swimming, but in yeah, the movie, swimming. yeah, yeah. in swimming. the movie, we see right. them go basically, right. the, this lost scene oh you mean slides. the girl
0: from Mallrats from the beginning of yeah. uh, the opening scene of Mallrats well they yeah. talk about well, her well this but, yeah, scene slides in because
1: yeah. in in Clerks original movie what you see is you see them leave the store right they go to the funeral home right and then there's a jump cut and they're running out of the funeral home yeah oh, okay and and, okay. and like Dante's yelling at Randall how could you do that and you don't know exactly what happens this scene <laughs> slides right in between yep. yep Okay. and then you see that like basically what happened is that the car keys fell into the into the um, <laughs> into the casket. Into the casket <laughs> and then there's this... And it it, it appears as though they're feeling her up <laughs> trying to get the car <laughs> So definitively canon. Uh, definitively I mean, canon. I mean, that's it's obvious. It's just fun because it kind of throws in, like, you know, the rest of the Clerks Animated Show is like two next... I mean, there's like a James Bond style odd job character, Mr. Plug. Yeah. <laughs> yup. <laughs> Who works for Leonardo. Le- like, it's too crazy, but like that style of animation is is in the lost scene. So I'm going to say the lost scene is is definitely canon. It's canon. And super groovy cartoon movie is canon in the sense that that is an adaptation of... Bluntman and Chronic. Bluntman and Chronic, the yeah, comic Right. That's movie
2: it, movie uh, universe. It's movie right. movie universe. So yeah. it would be movie 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 universe, right? Because it is a movie that would be seen inside the View Askew universe. Yes. And then obviously right. the entire View Askew universe is a movie yeah. movie itself. Movie
3: cubed. Right. So it's. <laughs> Are you writing this down? We're, incep- <laughs> we're inceptioning.
2: So it is a movie inside of a movie. Inside of a movie universe. Somebody write this down. Yes. (laughs) Are you you following along, everyone? Did you all get that? Okay. All right, good. Good. We're up to speed. And then we (laughs) talked about last episode,
1: Scream 3. Correct. Just like there is the fictional Scream 4 that they mention in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, they actually are in Scream 3. So that means all that stuff happened in in the viewers' universe. Right. So so the Scream movies are canon.
2: Right. The Scream movies... But are they their movies, right? So if, you know, if they, Jay they and Silent Bob go to the movies, they can watch
1: Scream. Yes, but also during the events of Scream Three, right? Jay and Silent, Jay and Silent Bob, Bob show up, play themselves, right? And they are there. So right. just like how we brought in Drawing Flies because it has <sighs>
0: Silent Bob, yeah. But see, we but bring in Scream. 3. So, but the way I view that, though, I view that is a my theory on that is that if there was ever going to be lost scenes from Jay and silent Bob strike back there's one additional scene of them wandering the set um, or I'm sorry wandering the lot at Warner or Miramax wherever they are for the uh, for whatever it is and because remember you see the scream scene being filmed but that's Scream you know, four no I know that but what I'm saying is though you come back and you find out that they were on the set uh, and that's why they're in the movie playing themselves because right. they ju- just very much yes. like they end up being extras in the back of goodwill hunting too yes they exactly. also wander Wandered onto that set by accident and are now in the background of that movie. Yeah,
2: correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how oh, I look at that's, it. That's that's exactly right. So the reason that Jay and Silent Bob are in are in Scream Three is because they wandered onto the movie set. They're just kind of like there, and uh, they're they're in a movie. So essentially, if Jay and Silent Bob go to the movies. They can, they're watching Scream. Exactly. And it's like a them. Venn diagram, like concentric circle <laughs> <in> continuity. Totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so definitely uh, the Scream movies and Jay and Silent Bob's uh, scene in them, canon.
1: Done. Yeah. Canon. <laughs> All right. And then moving on, we got Vulgar.
2: So, Vulgar is, is such an interesting movie because
1: this was. I was a, a big Kevin Smith fan
2: when I was a kid, obviously, you know, growing up around here in Monmouth County. Um, and Vulgar was a movie that I had rented, um, I, I believe on, I don't think VHS, but probably DVD, right after it first came out uh, with a friend of mine. And very disturbing, very disturbing movie, really unsettling. And just, I remember watching it and thinking, this is a Kevin Smith movie?
3: <laughs> like,
2: what? Like, what's <laughs> well, going on? Technically, it's a Brian Johnson movie. Right. And that's that's yeah. kind of the thing, right? Yeah. I, it's not really a Kevin Smith movie. He just kind of produced it.
1: Yeah. And if you haven't seen it, it's a View Askew production. Yes. And Brian Johnson, who at the time was best known as playing Steve Dave, but now is known for uh, the Tell Him Steve Dave podcast and, of course, Comic Book Men, he basically made a movie... Where they took the clown from the opening of the Viewers' Universe, you know, like, the, yep. like their title yep. card from yep. from all their films, and he made a movie around that character. So it's it's very meta. It's as though somebody made a movie about the MGM Lion. Yes, yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. It also made the MGM Lion a psychopath, right? A psycho. <laughs> a weird psychopath. Yeah, yeah.
2: Who murders but, people, but then also cries. I don't well, know. Well, He's a victim, right? So
1: he, you know, he it, it, it's his horror film where it's like like almost like an origin story, right? Where he is. In uh, in a scene, very early on, so he he is raped. Yeah. And then that leads to him becoming, you know, right. dark and psychotic and all right. this. But yeah, it's it has no like direct connection. Like the only character that it shares with the other VS universe movies is the clown, you it, see. In right. In the, very the clown you see in the beginning, right? <laughs> right. And, and it's very
2: John Wayne Gacy, right? Yes. Like like they came out with the Gacy movie right around the same time I want to th- I think, right? Cuz when did this this came this was out? 2000 2000, right. 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 Yeah, and Gacy, Gacy came was out. was like
0: in, 99 2000 2001 something like that, yeah, think, right? Yeah, 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 so it
2: was
1: right around the same time. And yeah. what's what's so weird about the movie too is that like you always thought something was up with that clown from the first time you saw Clerks when you saw like the Walt flanagan animation oh yeah of, like, it's a fucking cl- clown it's a yeah. clown but it's a you can't like, trust yeah. any clown but, but
2: he's it's... got the pantyhose on yeah he's, you know, and, he, he's and he appears like... to
1: be like rubbing his ass up against a child <laughs> like yeah. no, if there's one, you don't if there's... exactly know what's going no, on but you're like there's something cheesy. off with this clown <laughs> if there's one
0: thing we should all know from watching movies and TV the way we do is you can't ever fucking trust clowns no they're the absolute worst
2: no, yeah, I mean that movie, and like I haven't seen Tusk either, right? But, um, and I'm I'm sure we'll get a chance to, to talk about that uh, a little bit more. But Vulgar, I, I did see. I only saw it once when I was I, can't, I mean, I, just, I remember it being very shocking, very disturbing, and very dark for something that I thought was a Kevin Smith movie. And and like it, and it's it's a very like it's it's just it's. It, it's it's a little bit hard to watch cuz i remember it being slow as well where it's a little slow moving it's a little bit um abstract in the way that it it, it was filmed um was it was it in black and white as well no, no was it no in no it was, no? It, was,
1: it, was like a, it was like a it was like a it was like um it was like I don't know if it was like sixteen millimeter. It was definitely in a way where it, it looked different. It was like it a looked color grittier. It did, yeah. yeah it, I, I, it, that's the, our, the color I, of it. I remember it looking, looking uh, uh, like yeah.
2: grittier and stuff like that. That's, but uh, yeah, definitely a funny concept. Like, <laughs> hey, let's take let's take the the guy from our logo and let's make a movie about him. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. Some uh, some horror in, in the... But this definitely, I would say, is fodder.
1: Yeah, even though... I mean, it has all the you know the actors that he normally worked with. Jason Mewes, yep. Ethan suplee Brian O'Halloran, all that. So it's definitely connected. I don't even know if it,
0: if it could be movie-movie. I feel like it's just its own... No, this is its own, its own fucking thing. crazy weird yeah. thing. Yeah, because they never reference it. They right. don't...
2: Because I think they don't reference... They don't reference Tusk in in Reboot. Like, no. Yeah, so, no. This... this 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 vulgar and well, well yeah and Tusk, well well Tusk I, I and,
3: and
1: Yoga Hosers as we talked about that's that's the beginning of the movie movie universe you know, right the True North trilogy yeah the True North is trilogy. his movie movie right. universe right now this was yeah. never made but the next thing I want to talk about was almost made right around the same time in the 2000s shortly after Jay and and Bob Strike Back so at the time the Weinstein brothers ran both Dimension and Miramax right and that was part of the reason why Scream you know was had this cameos because they were one big company right one. They also controlled the Pinhead rights. As in Hellraiser Pinhead? Yes. And they almost made, or at least uh, Weinstein pitched to Kevin, the idea of doing a Jay and Silent Bob meet Pinhead. Wow.
3: (laughs) Man,
2: that's a miss. Because I have seen the other Hellraiser. I haven't seen the most recent one. I didn't see the one from 2018. But I've seen all of the other Hellraiser movies. And... There are some that were made in the late 2000s that are garbage. They are just <laughs> terrible. The one that's all about an MMORPG and is like, like you know, Internet and Hellraiser in <laughs> the Internet. It was so bad. It was so bad. Um, but, yeah, like that would have been awesome to have Jay and Silent Bob, yeah. right, with the uh, – the lament device right like oh it would be so well, cool
1: it would have been like the Abbott and costello movies you know like in the 40s yeah right you know, like like, like, like abbot and costello meet like, frankenstein like, yeah right, like universal yeah. had all those monsters mm-hmm. and, and then they started doing all these like meet the mummy and all this stuff and and i think that's what Weinstein was just trying to do just you know throw them together and have them run around but that would have wow that's um that's definitely a miss that would have been
2: awesome that would have been so cool wow wow can you imagine like like <laughs> like Jay just sitting there and, and smoking up like <laughs> Pinhead and Pinhead gets all like super stoned and everything and he's and then they start like just talking about it, like kind of breaking the fourth wall. Like, dude, what is it with those pins in your face, man? Like, can you take those out? Do you have to clean them? Like
0: I like how when no, he I... would, he would pull the pin out of his head to clean the bowl. Oh, like, that's
2: even better. Get the resin. Oh my god. Get the nailed resin it. out of it. Matt nailed it. <laughs>
0: I
1: like how when I saw this movie in my head, I was like, oh, Jay and Silent Bob, like, running away or versus Pinhead. And you, were just, and you saw it and you were just like, no, Pinhead is like the third guy. Yeah, he's like
2: third like guy. Like, can you imagine all of a sudden Pinhead comes up and he's, like, hanging outside of, of the uh, quick stop? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Almost like uh, the Russian dude, right? <laughs> <sees Berzerker>. Berserker. <laughs> Do the chains, man. Do the chains. Do the chains.
3: <laughs> or like somebody
2: tries to like like take like take weed and not pay for it and he gets ripped in half by
0: uh my pinhead 15 bucks little man I've only got 14 <laughs> <laughs> yeah they, they wouldn't have any problems collecting
1: yeah <laughs>
0: the price is your soul your soul
1: <laughs> so I think we can all agree it's a shame that was not canon
2: yes it's a shame that it wasn't made it's a shame that it's definitely not canon Wow. What a concept, though. Man, could it still happen? I would love to see it. I would love to see it. <laughs>
1: so the next thing that I want to talk about is the Born identity movie, because much like Zack and Miriam make a porno, several years after this movie came out, it was brought into. The viewist universe. Oh yeah, that's right. Who,
0: that's who lo- Loki becomes, Matt Damon. Right, 100%. Yeah. right.
2: He becomes, or he becomes Jason Bourne. I'm sorry, yeah, Jason yeah. Bourne. Sorry, yeah, yeah Loki yeah. becomes Jason Bourne.
0: Yeah, that was just like that's one of my favorite scenes in reboot because it's just out of nowhere. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's just like super cut to Matt Damon yeah. in the church, and he's just like, you know, it's like, hey, fellas you know, <laughs> and he just starts talking about it. And then when he makes that reference, like the first time I saw it, I did not catch it. Um, but upon second viewing, I was like. Wait a second. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So he's talking about how he He wakes up. Yeah. Yeah. He is Jason Bourne, right? So Jason Bourne is Loki.
0: Yeah, after Loki, after Loki after, gets torched by Alanis Morissette, God, he. No, right. oh, I'm sorry, no, uh, Ben, that's Ben Affleck. Loki is killed by uh, Ben Affleck kills Loki before right. it happens. But yeah, he wakes up and he's you know reincarnated. I guess you can say pulled off of the boat from that opening or out of the water onto that fishing boat from that opening scene of the Born Identity, and boom, he's Matt Damon. That explains why he doesn't remember anything. So, so now,
2: Matt Damon is also Loki. In Thor Ragnarok. Yes. yes. So is is Loki from Dogma Loki in Thor Ragnarok?
1: Well, he'd have to be Asgardian. Would he? Or?
2: Because he's just an actor. He's acting and playing Loki in... Because, like, do they ever... I'd have to go back and watch the credits for what they call... Like what they name the actor? Let's let's look let's look up the
0: credits right now. Let's yeah, let's, INDB see, let's see. see if
2: you can find what is Matt Damon's name because
0: that, that would that would be the greatest thing ever if, he if was, they just call him if he's Loki, credited as Matt yeah. Damon
2: or well if or if he's just credited as Loki if he's if it's Matt Damon playing like in quotation marks Loki well then it could very well stand to reason that Loki is actually. Is, is, well, because. Well, here's my so, theory. Well, so, so, who is Matt Damon? Because if the view is you know he's just
0: credited as actor Loki. Actor Loki. So, here's my theory. Okay.
1: We've already established that the Marvel Cinematic Universe has ball rats in it. Right. I'm going to say it also has dogma in it. And while he was on Earth, the Loki brother of Thor watched a bunch of movies. And okay. he loved dogma, especially because there was a character named Loki. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then later on, when he takes over Asgard and he's casting yeah, he hires somebody him. to play himself, he casts a guy that looks like Matt Damon as like an homage to the to, dogma movie that right. he likes. Because, it, because it's Loki.
2: <laughs> yeah, because exactly. he plays Loki.
0: Man. So he picks the Asgardian yeah. who looks the most like Matt Damon. And he also he also probably watched Jurassic Park. That's why he casts Sam Neill as actor Odin.
2: Right. Or exactly. or is it that because the View Askew Universe is a, a movie movie universe of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? right? So, is the actor who plays Loki in the cinematic universe, right? So, who plays in the View Askew Universe, mm-hmm. right? The same actor that?
1: Well, I is thought he's in... Asgardian. He just picks a random Asgardian. This is does a... he though?
0: Yes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, does I think he? That's the whole point. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so then, that means Jason Bourne is also uh it, it is it would be canon to the View Askew universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, it would be movie movie to the Marvel Cinematic
1: Universe. Yeah. interesting. So Jason Bourne is just a sequel to Dogma. Nobody's seeing Jason Bourne for the first time. Yeah, it's only <laughs> a sequel to Dogma. <laughs> was just like oh, yeah, they, w- they went a weird way with that. Only. A <laughs> all right. So, so this this Viewers Universe is growing now. We just it's, added. We just added what all five Born movies. <laughs>
2: well, the ones with Matt. No, the adding with the Jeremy Renner. No, one? No, 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 no. The ones with Matt Damon. Yes. <laughs>
1: Those four
0: Born movies.
2: No, the Born Identity, the Born Supremacy, and there were four. Uh, the Born conspiracy. conspiracy. There
1: were four with Damon and one with Renner. Yeah. So five. You said six. I thought I said five, and you. No. Said wait. Four. Th- wait. No.
0: Oh, one? yeah, there's five. If only Sorry. this yeah. was recorded. One. Yeah, no, you're, you're right, five. You're right, five. You're right. Two
2: plus two plus one right. plus two. I said it the wrong way. One plus one plus two hey, plus one.
1: Fuck <laughs> both of you, okay? <laughs> uh, a little clue reference for you. <laughs> and, and and speaking of being schooled, Degrassi, the next generation. I, n- I have never watched a single episode
2: of Degrassi. No, I have not seen Degrassi either, but I know that uh, Jay... Was was Silent Bob in the episode or Jay was just in the episode? So this
1: is meta again. So, of course, from like Mallrats on, there's tons of Degrassi connections. Right. And to and
2: obviously in Chasing Amy, they talk
1: about it. A boot. And, you know, yeah. Renee is, is wearing a uh, – in Mallrats is wearing a Degrassi jacket that belongs right. to Brody and, and all this. So the, he mentions it all the way through. And because he was such a – Kevin Smith was such an outspoken fan of Degrassi, he ended up being – in season 4 of Degrassi but the way the way they did it was he wasn't in season 4 of Degrassi as Kevin uh, as a Jay and Silent Bob they didn't do that right Kevin Smith the director probably the same character that we saw in Reboot
2: right in Reboot goes to the okay. school
1: where Degrassi takes place right. and he films a movie there called Jay and Silent Bob Go Canadian <laughs> so there's this un seen movie that exists like in in the viewers universe that's right. never seen. And he because we just see Kevin Smith as the character. Right. The director. And he right. like interacts with everybody and like the whole thing. So he's in several episodes, but he's in Degrassi as Kevin Smith filming a Jay and Silent Bob movie there. So there is this Unseen Jay and Silent Bob Canadian movie. That, much like the Pinhead movie. We we'll yeah. never get to see we'll it. We'll never get a chance to <laughs> yeah, see it. Never get Jay a chance and Silent to see Bob
2: it. go Canadian, huh? That oh man, that's so awesome. Okay. Alright. Wow. Okay. So they're they're essentially filming a movie in the Degrassi High School. Right. Right? Okay, so it's okay. And that's how the, right. that's how they're there. No, do you ever see do they ever play the characters of Jay and Silent Bob?
1: But like in the sense that like they're like the actors there for the movie you know like
0: it's you know like, like they're people, two different people Like, yeah, well, yeah. no I mean like, it's not Jay and Silent Bob from the View Askew universe right. it's actors playing Jay and Silent Bob like you see Kevin Smith dressed right. up as Silent Bob you right.
1: see Jay just dressed up yeah. as Jay but you don't but like you know right. like, they're so we're basically in the actors. real world at that right. point okay. not it's in the movie yeah because they're universe. like because they're using the school as a set right so it's okay. kind of like that you know we talked a little bit about so there's Bussing which is another fictional Kevin Smith movie so Kevin Smith would have right. Like, the idea was that after Clerks, they were going to do, like, a similar movie to Clerks. It would be about, you know, bus drivers. It would be called busing. Right, okay. And that was never made, but it's seen as a movie poster in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. In a Reboot. So, that's, like, another fictional movie that, like, exists as to, like, that would be... Th- that's a movie in this world. That's in the movie movie universe, just like Jay and Silent Bob Go Canadian, eh? So... Now, are we ever going to so see So, wait, Jay- wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. Is Degrassi... In the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because if the View Askew Universe is movie, movie to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, does that now mean that Degrassi is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So Kevin Feige in Alpha
1: Flight, whenever that comes out. (laughs) Yes, dude. Oh, my God.
2: The kids from Alpha Flight should definitely go to school at Degrassi. Yes. Yes. That is spot on. 100%. I am in such support of this. (laughs) Kevin Feige, you heard her here first. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Another billion-dollar idea.
1: All right, and then one weird one that I want to get into now. Okay, going we're going in chronological order, so now we're up to around two thousand four. My name is Earl. Yes, is it or is it not part of the VSQ universe?
2: No, I'm, it is I'm not. I'm going to say it's not because the character that Jason Lee plays in uh, Clerks Two that looks like Earl mm-hmm. is not. Earl, like, but it should have been. It should <laughs> have been, but it was very clearly not. No, like he's, hate, he's pickle fucker. Right, he's yeah. pickle fucker. Right, and so, so, what? Is, so I, I, ju- you can't. No, really, it's not. It's yeah. definitely not.
1: Would it change your mind if I were to tell you that in one episode, Earl
0: claims to have robbed a quick stop?
2: No, no, like, he but does. It, no, but because Disney. no,
0: because here's why. Because here's why. In the View Askew universe, there is a quick stop there are not multiple quick stops right so if you rob a quick stop that implies it's some sort of franchise multiple thing there is one quick stop in leonardo new jersey and that is the only quick stop in the entire fucking country yeah
2: yeah you know however movies is a franchise right right and so if he had said, if he, said he robbed movies well then that would be different right
1: yeah so okay well so yeah all right. yeah so, that is so, definitely so no not canon no
2: yeah from, all right yeah, yeah definitely my name is earl I, I would have to say just because because like his character is is more fleshed out than uh than others right because yeah. like ben affleck like very reasonable you could say that he has no he, name right and he could be right yeah the character he's... from uh mall rats Right, right, because he he's
0: douchey and yeah. he's whatever, yeah, and he could he could very much be Shannon from Allrats, right, from Allrats, so right, kind of an asshole, and he could technically be, I mean. You know, it's sta- well. no, nah, I, I wouldn't say that to put him as, as as Holden because they would probably know. Yeah, they would know who Holden. that was. Yeah, he, yeah, Um, But yeah, I would he very easily could be Shannon. Yeah, from Mallrats. Yeah, so that right. I think is much more likely.
1: And we'll see him hopefully in that movie we talked about, Twilight of the Mallrats, whenever that might come out. Absolutely. They've so got hopefully, to, hopefully, got hopefully they give Shannon you the back. Shannon
0: storyline. Yeah, I hope they. I hope they give Shannon a storyline very much like. Uh, Like what they gave Johnny in Cobra Kai, you know, where he's kind of like washed up and burned out, you know, because he was, like, king shit when he was younger, you know, so working awesome. at the fashionable male, and now he's got just, like, a, a broken down, you know, IROC-Z from the 80s, and, oh, and oh. he's just, like, you know, he still thinks he's, like, cool and handsome, but he's just, like, going nowhere in life.
1: <laughs> yeah, he just can't be the hero because he's both, what, a rapist and he's used revenge porn. He's he, yeah. he's yeah. a little yeah. bit yeah. less, exactly. like, redeemable. Like, Johnny's redeemable because he's, like, an 80s movie no, yeah, villain where no, right. he's hero. not really that bad. He's just kind of a bully. Yeah, right. no. You don't make it <laughs> even
2: at the, even even at the end of uh, Karate Kid, right? Yeah. Where, where or the beginning of Karate Kid Part Two, where like the the, the John Kreese breaks his uh, breaks his trophy yeah. and then he's yeah. like choking the kid. Like yeah. he actually seems he's like a uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's like an he's okay definitely guy. a victim.
0: Yeah. yeah, they should do something like that for Shannon bringing him back. I would wow. love to see that, that would be
2: amazing. Come back. Yeah, that would be amazing. But yeah, no, with with Earl, they, and they have they, to they flesh out Picklefucker and give him a whole backstory and everything. So wait, can't really uh, call a, him Earl.
0: Is is Lafleur's the actor that plays Lafleur's? Is he still alive? Because I want Lafleur's back in Twilight of the Mall Rats. Wow, that would be good. Well, we talked about last episode how um, the
1: idea, at least in one of the drafts, was that Ethan Suplee's yeah. character Willem. Now that Ethan yeah. Suplee is built, right, would yeah. play, and they talked about this in a podcast, Kevin and, and Ethan, that the new LaFleur's would be right Ethan Suplee's character Ethan's Willem right. so Willem because now that he's like jacked and everything right like and yeah. how
2: funny would it be LaFleur's if he was alive. like if he was right. like that sailboat saved my life you know <laughs> now you see him again right in Clerks 2 yes like he comes up to buy weed from mm-hmm. Jay and Silent yep. outside the movies outside yep. the movies right yep. and that was like uh, during his transition when he was losing a lot of the weight and everything yep. and getting into shape um, but you definitely see him. So is that the same character from
0: Mallrats? Yes. No, right? that definitely, yeah. yeah it yeah, would be the so. same character, Yeah, right? that's definitely the same character yeah. from yeah. Mallrats, yeah. And I, and I think it would be great if they brought him back as, like, he's the new He's LaFleurs. the new Leflores. But yeah. I still want to see, like, Leflores actually come back as, like, you know, just king shit you know he runs the security company now that he works for and it's yeah just like, maybe he runs he has an all army the... of other LaFloras working under him you know wow. like <laughs> that, would be, that would just be awesome just make like a, oh my god I would love for Kevin Smith to make just like a very meta like police state joke <laughs> like with LaFloras <laughs> just running them all with an iron fist you know <laughs> like <laughs> oh my gosh all right and then the
1: last bit of fodder i, I want to get into before we talk about our definitive like fodder canon list right is comic book men right now i'm gonna argue based off this movie movie universe that we've created within the viewers universe right that there is a version of comic book men that exists in canon yeah. in the viewers universe yeah but, absolutely but well, not, right because but not the in
0: comic reboot- book men we watch Right, it's a different kind of comic oh, book. Oh, it's a different kind. Right. Of because comic when you because when you look at the when you look at the scene at the panel in reboot, right. it's yeah. very obviously the comic book men from the show. Right, but there is no like the comic book men logo is not there. It's not. Um, and I think what um what what was the you were wearing a specific shirt too? I remember. Yeah, not to uh, put you on the it spot. Was, it was a jacket from uh, it has the A to right, uh, Z, Z logo. That's right, the A to Z logo. right, right, right. Which right. Is the right. from Tusk? From Tusk? Yeah, the A to Z store. Yeah. yeah yeah, the Canadian quick stop. So, right. yeah, so I agree. A version of comic book men <laughs> exist in that movie movie universe, but not the comic book men that we know.
1: Right. Yeah, so Ming, here's a question to you. Ask away. What we were talking about last time is how Tusk and um, and uh, Moose Jaws eventually and, a, and Yoga Hosers, Yoga yeah, they, they exist as movies that the people in the U.S. universe watch. So, like, Brody and all them, because they are the movies that that Kevin Smith director makes. Yes. So, yeah. therefore, that Kevin Smith... Who was kidnapped and all that stuff in at Chronicon. Right. That fictional Kevin Smith, his his friends, his comic book store that he owns. They're the guys who are in Comic Book Men. Right. So you, so you play like a fictionalized version of yourself. Yeah. And the reason yeah. you're so wearing only, yeah. and the reason you're wearing an A to Z jacket is because you wouldn't be wearing like here you would wear Quick Stop or Clerk stuff. Right. right. But one of that Kevin Smith's big <laughs> <For> movies <sure. laughs> the is. <laughs> the the True North trilogy. So like you're wearing that because like that's what you guys talk about. Right. Yep.
3: Very
2: possible. So, yeah. Definitely. O- almost, <laughs> like a, o- almost like a almost like a multiverse, right? Exactly. So we've got a a multiverse within. Uh, and you within. have and you
0: have like Brody's secret stash that now that exists, you know, in that universe. Right. Right. So it stands to reason that those comic book men film at Brody's, Brody's secret, stash. secret stash, right?
2: Now, well, would Brody be one of the comic book no, men No, see, no He's no, not. No, he would
0: be very much like the Kevin Smith. Remember with all those episodes with with our comic book men, they right. would start, you know, they would be like a podcasting session, yeah. and but Kevin Smith would only very rarely appear on the episodes. It was always the guys that worked at the shop talking with the people, pricing the comics, meeting the people. Or whatever, so that would be Brody. So you could picture in this universe, Brody sitting there with this little cup, and they're podcasting before each episode of their comic book men. And our Ming, Mikes, and Walt, they work at Brody's secret stash. And they mention
1: Walt Flanagan throughout the Viewers' Universe, right? Walt Flanagan's dog, yeah. Of course, there's there's also this. Whenever they talk about the Weird Walt. They never say his last name, but there's a Walt who keeps on getting right. what, the gerbil stuck in his ass. Yeah, there's always <laughs> a Walt, <laughs> and, yep. and, and, who, yep. and who breaks his neck trying to tell us Steve, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, all right, cool. So, wow. so we have a fictionalized comic book man, not yeah, the so, one that you can see here. Yeah, it's right, Earth Earth Two comic Earth, Earth man. Two comic <laughs> book <laughs> man.
2: Yeah, Earth Two comic book man. Uh, but definitely within the uh, the larger... Right, because he's got the, USC like you said,
0: the A, yeah. the A to Z thing is, is important because that takes us into the True North trilogy, yeah. which is just... I cannot wait for the third movie because Tusk and Yoga Hosers... I like Yoga Hosers better than Tusk, but they're both fantastic. And Yoga Hosers is just so perfectly weird but so here's the first question so we obviously know we've already established that these movies exist in that movie movie universe these are the movies that the the fictional kevin smith yes. is making and right. existing in but if you look close enough you were the one that found this there's that one scene outside of the a to z there's a bill not like a billboard but like a poster on the wall for the red apple uh not red apple i'm sorry uh uh, na- no, no, it's trulies Is it trulies Yeah, yes. you, Yeah, come. you see Chulies, yeah, Chulies which comes. again, you know, Chulies, you haven't heard from Chulies since Clerks, from where from the Clerks, Chulies right. reps come in, but beg, so is it actually in, or does it just become, you know real life, bleeding into, just like you would see, a Coca-Cola bottle, you know? Correct, it's yeah, I think it's more product, plas- product placement. Product placement. Yeah, it's
1: product, product placement. placement. I, 100%. Chili's yeah, gum absolutely. exists in the Viewersk universe. Right. Yeah. And
0: so if you right. make a movie within right. the Viewersk that universe, that becomes the product you placement. Gum. That yeah. becomes the product yeah. placement. Yeah. yeah, very
2: similar to Red, uh, red Apple Cigarettes right. in, in Quentin Tarantino. So, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, yeah, uh, what do you like better, Tusk or Yoga Hosers?
1: Um, I like Tusk, and I think Tusk is the better... Movie, I would agree with that, but I feel like the thing is, if you're a Kevin Smith fan, Yoga Hosers is like so like it's so self referential. Yeah, it's Canadian it's, clerks. Yeah, it's and it's, it's just, not. Yeah, it's not open to like the average fan. Like right. I lo- like I, Yoga Hosers is fantastic, but you can't watch that with somebody who's not seen other exactly. You've got to be right. people like you know, us to yeah. get yeah. to like enjoy that movie as much as you can. And you know, it treats his podcast the way you know. Marvel treats their comics, you know, like it's built off of the lore of Smodcast. Like that Mm -hmm. is like the, that is the uh, material they are adapting for that movie. So it's, so it's so self-referential, whereas Tusk is just, it has like that Kevin Smith vibe to it, but it's definitely like a horror movie that you can approach, you know, knowing
0: nothing. Yep, absolutely. Totally agree. And I, so what I want to know is because, you know, for me, it's like, you know, again, you have the... You have uh, Yoga Hosers and Tusk taking place in the same universe, right? right? Right. But unlike, at least for me, I feel like unlike a lot of... What happens? Because the only real yoga hoser's connection really is at the beginning of Tusk when he gets to well, there's there's a few connections with the characters, but like one of the more I think one of the the couple more obvious ones are when he stops at the A to Z, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Justin Long's character at the beginning. So I guess where I'm going with this is I'm very curious to see how Moose Jaws is going to connect. To the the previous two. Well, hopefully they get Johnny Depp to come back. Exactly, that he'll be like the anchor, right, for that. But I also just want to know, like. You know, because like the the way they the way he normally does it is so fantastic. It's just like you know little references here and there, and all, all these things. You know, Jay and Silent Bob are kind of the anchor, in, in all of those you know movies. But I'm just curious as to how he's going to do it. I'm sure it's going to be great. However, he does, yeah. I'm just like I'm theorizing. I'm like, how is I want I want to know. Well, there can be a Gimli Slider restaurant
1: somewhere there. Exactly. Yeah, be oh, an a A to Z. Yeah, all that stuff. So yeah, that's good. And now what we just did talking about the True North trilogy. When we're editing this, I'm. this is off, you know, whatever. But <laughs> I think what we just talked about, we kind of covered all that and forgot about it, and now we're saying it again. Did we? Yes, I think so. Oh, whatever. <laughs> so, Did we? Oh, okay. so So I let it go,
0: just like so. – No, I told you. I'm going to make all of this into yes, one. This so is all coming into all, one episode. Yeah, it's all going to be in the same I'm episode. I'm not editing out
2: anything. So listen, if we, said, if we said something multiple times, good. It means it's twice as important. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can
1: deal with it, okay, people? <laughs> all right, so then we can wrap up now like we do at the end of every episode where we tell you what is and isn't canon right let's go around the table top three fodder pieces that we talked about in this episode that you think are canon to the view askew universe
2: okay so the top three fodder pieces um, well when you say
0: canon do you mean canon in the sense that it's like movie movie or just like canon like it is in the view is hue universe like like the character like like gila point can one day meet jay and silent bob face to face is that what you mean i
1: I think we pretty pretty much established that we have a movie movie universe gotcha with so the true north trilogy those films are movie movie but everything else when it comes to drawing flies clerks animated tv show zach and mary all that stuff Mm -hmm. like what what other kevin smith properties that don't directly deal with Uh, the Jersey trilogy, do you bring into canon? And we'll start with Anthony.
2: Yeah, so I would definitely bring in uh, Zack and Miri because, I mean, with with Reboot um, and Justin Long's character, who was hysterical in Zack and Miri and also hysterical in in Jan and Bob Reboot, um, I think it's pretty clear that Zack and Miri should be within the the View Askew universe. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that I, I don't think that you can say that Clerks, the TV show. Uh, however, the Clerks lost scene. I definitely think that you could say is within canon um, because it deals with you know that funeral scene you know which essentially happens because mall Rats and Clerks are almost happen simultaneously. Yes, right or like literally the next day. So like so, but they're they're the going to the funeral. That is talked about in Clerks, where, I, where they uh, they leave for a little while. Um, so I think that's really important to be uh, to be within the the universe, and then. I mean it's hard to say that you can't hard to say that Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne is <laughs> is in the view askew universe. I I think that I think that Loki calling it out, saying that he wakes up one day, and I think that it makes sense to why all of a sudden Jeremy Renner is there, you know, versus Matt Damon, right, later on, because Loki wakes up and he realizes, Oh, wait, I'm not Jason Bourne anymore, I'm Loki, right? And then, you know, maybe like turns somebody else into... uh, Uses his powers (laughs) to turn somebody else into Jason Bourne. So I would say that... that uh, definitely in the, the View Askew universe, you've got Jason Bourne, you've got the Lost Scene, and then you've got Zack and Mary.
1: So whenever the definitive DVD collection, yes, Blu-ray the, collection the comes DVD, out, yes, Jason it, Bourne it's gonna, should be in, it, in there. Jason Bourne should be part of that, like, 25-disc <laughs> set. <laughs> absolutely.
2: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, Matt, what about you? You go first. I start to think about this. All right. So I completely
1: agree that Zack and Mary Make a Porno is part of it. And... Uh, yeah drawing flies which i love i uh, i think you know malcolm ingram hit it out of the park with that one i think that one is definitely uh viewers universe i think it has all the themes it's black and white and of course it has silent bob so i think that's definitely one and it is like foreshadowing for when the viewers universe gets into kind of like the metaphysical and everything you know having there be bigfoot is kind of like the foreshadowing for there to be a god and all the the crazier stuff they get into Mm -hmm. more cartoony later on so Definitely that. So those are my two. And then I would say, yeah, Clerks the Lost Scene. As much as I'd love to have Clerks the Animated Series be canon. It's too over the top. It's too over the top. Although, you know, I'd love to see a live action odd job type character
0: chasing them. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd have to agree uh, with all of that. I would put all of it in. It all makes the most sense to me. I'll tell you what I, instead of saying what I think is or isn't, because I don't want to just repeat that, um, I would say that I would like that I wish a movie was canon, and I feel like it would be more canon maybe in the True North trilogy, but remember that movie Feast?
2: yes yeah you're talking about the one with like the like the horror movie yes where they're, they're, they're yeah, and there's like just the, a bunch the, of
0: random nameless characters yeah. trapped in a bar and they're fighting these bizarro monsters and i think yeah. ben affleck has a cameo and he gets like ripped to shreds in the first few minutes of the movie yeah but yeah. jason fact, Mewes, I, think I own it on yeah DVD. jason muse is in it it's just called feast like it's, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah yeah um and it's just uh, yeah it was like uh 2004 i yeah. think yeah i so see you got it up on the on the, yeah, yeah, 2005. Yeah. yeah, I definitely... I own this movie yeah. on DVD. I, this is, I definitely bought it I've from Blockbuster. This was yeah. a Miramax, you know, production. So the only reason I bring it up is because Jason Muse is in it. Um, there are no other... There are no other view askew connections or anything like that at all. Okay, I just think it would be hilarious if there was a way to find a way to connect this movie <laughs> to
2: to the the larger overall universe. Wow, yes, man, look at that! Right, just okay. simply
0: because it has Jason Mewes in it. <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, does he? And but and he's nameless, right? They don't. They don't yeah, every na-
0: character don't they have, they, have, they have names like um like. Coach and the uh, hero, you know, like they're 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 more like their character archetypes as opposed to the actual character, character names. Character name, yeah.
2: Um, well, is his is his? Hold on, I'm looking it up on IMDb right now. I forget is, I forget is, what is,
0: Jason Mew's character was. If
2: they if they say it's Stoner, I'm going to allow it.
0: Hold on. Oh, he's man. Edgy Cat slash himself. What does that mean? Oh, slash himself. See, I haven't watched this movie in a very long time. I just vividly remember. Uh, Jason Mewes being in it, and it because it was like so bizarre to see him in this movie. But you're right, yeah. One character is
1: vet. One guy is beer guy, slash himself. Heroin,
2: Tuffy, Bozo, beer guy, boss man, drunk girl, finger girl,
0: Harley mom. So maybe okay. So maybe so maybe if he is actually cast as Edgy Cat. Himself, here's what I'm gonna say because <laughs> I'm fairly yeah. certain he Educare. dies in this movie. So, here's what I'm gonna say this movie is in he is the Jason Muse of the, the 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 uh universe, so like the cat, like that. We were talking about the Kevin Smith from right. reboot. The Jason Muse in Feast is the Jason Muse to the Kevin Smith of that universe. But the reason why you don't see him as Jason Muse in reboot is. Appearing as part of Chronicon and on stage with him is because he died in this movie. Bravo! Whoa. <laughs> Bravo
2: <laughs> That, that was so good. I love it. I, 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 dude, that is, that, that seems so accurate. That's on the money. So in real life, real life, Jason Muse goes to this local bar to sit down, have a drink. Real life, Jason Muse just hanging out and he gets attacked by like yep. crazy monsters and gets ripped to shreds. So that's why he's not at Chronicon. R.I.P. <laughs> fictional but real life, Jason Muse. <laughs>
1: love it <laughs>
2: oh man that's that's great yeah. yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah you know what i'm gonna allow it i like it so now i have to watch this oh and there are several sequels
3: <laughs> yeah there's including I, I,
2: sloppy <laughs>
0: seconds and the happy finish now yes, that just sounds finish. like kevin oh, smith man. movie titles yeah <laughs> wow i didn't realize there were sequels now i want to go and watch those too
1: yeah holy shit and and, and just look for references to the viewers universe
3: uh-huh.
2: oh interesting the bartender is the same in the first two movies, so he comes back. It's so interesting. So yeah, because some, some people some, survive. There's at least some continuity. Yeah. There.
3: Mm.
1: Okay.
0: Nice. Okay. So there you go.
1: Wow. So you have your homework. If you haven't seen Feast, yeah, if you haven't the seen newest Feast entrant into, into the, into the view Askew universe. <laughs> universe that's <laughs> right. right.
2: Not created by view Askew, not anything, but just because it has Jason Mewes in it, right? But the real life Jason Mewes. <laughs> that's right. The real life fictional Jason Mewes. <laughs> or no, no, no. Actually, it should actually be the the opposite. It should be the fictional real life.
0: Mewes. Yeah, Earth fiction Earth, Earth 2 yes. Jason Mewes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Earth 2 Earth 2 Jason Mewes.
2: Man. Oh man. Wow. Well, so hopefully you got a chance now. Okay, so for the final thing, we talked about a lot of of ideas, you know, concepts for movies that never got a chance to be made. So let's go around, let's end this now with what would you like to see added in? What movie do you want to see as like the next Jay and Silent Bob movie uh, added into the larger overarching View Askew universe?
0: Oh, well, I mean... It's it's tough to say because I like to see it because I now I think it's it's been greenlit and it's going to happen. But Twilight of the Rats is. Yeah, right, I mean, that's that's just, you know, I, that's I, I cannot wait. That's the one I want to see the most yeah. easily. Agreed. hands Down. Yeah. yeah. Hands yeah. down.
2: But what about like a fictional concept that we came up with? Like Twilight of the Rats is being made. Every single actor is like signed yeah. on like Bruce Campbell is signed on like like that's that's like a real movie that's being made. What's like a movie that you would love to see made? Right, like we talked about, we, we talked about the uh, the the fictional movie, you know, Jay and Silent Bob do Canada, right? Yeah. And we talked about the Hellraiser, Jay and Silent Bob crossover, right? Some other things that you could like. There, there's a lot of other you know kind of things. Like for me, one of the things that I would love to see is I would love to see maybe in like Guardians of the Galaxy um, or anything like that a cameo with Howard the Duck talking. Maybe smoking a joint, right? And blazing one with Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah. Right? How awesome. That would be awesome. Just like a real quick cameo scene, but having Jay and Silent Bob and it's like and then maybe just like a couple lines of dialogue of like, How did we get here, man? you
3: know
2: (laughs) That
1: would be great.
2: Like I think we took a wrong turn, Albuquerque.
1: I would like to see, and maybe not with Pinhead, but I like the idea of Jay and Silent Bob being like the new Laurel and Hardy, Abbott and ah, Costello. Yeah, that's such a good And having them yep, tie in with some sort of... I mean, maybe it works better with like uh, Jason or yeah, like or a Michael Kruger, Myers or something. Yeah. But yeah, having them... Deal with uh, a a horror villain would be great. That would be yeah. a lot of fun. I story.
2: love yeah. I love the idea of Pinhead because yeah. I think that I, I think that Freddy has done the comedy bit. Jason has done the comedy bit. Mm-hmm. Hellraiser has really never done the comedy. bit. No, they've never like it's always a very serious movie. It's very like a lot of them are very gory. You know, they're yeah. they're they're very dark. And so like having having that you know kind of clash with the way that Jay and Silent Bob would be I would love it I think I I think it would probably work better as a cartoon but I would love to see it live action as well
1: nice and that leads us to our next episode yes which is going to be our Halloween special yep our first annual Halloween special where we deal with the Halloween Halloween
2: movies. movies right now hold on to your seats because the Halloween Hold on movies, to and, yeah. The Halloween movies and the sequels
1: are all, all over, over the, the place. Fucking place. <laughs> really, all it's over like the Terminator. Place. Each one pretends the other didn't happen. Yeah, they all like <laughs> kind of hate each other, but then they all,
2: but then they all kind of come back together. But then they don't. So we're going to family. Yeah, we'll we'll get into it and we'll we'll talk about you know, okay, like who are some of the. Um, the uh, the best characters in all of the different movies right what are some of the best lines because i think there's some great lines of dialogue in all of them but stay tuned for uh for our our next episode dropping on halloween night but for now i'm anthony
1: and i'm matt and i'm ed and this is
2: cannon Cannon Fodder.
3: fodder